Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Good morning, good morning. At least it's morning here in the L.A. area where I'm broadcasting from. Welcome, welcome all listeners. I just, as always, love to have the show. Appreciate all of you so much. It's a highlight for me every single week. I have a lot to talk to you guys about today. This is part five of the of the Testers and Tempters. And it will be very enlightening. But before I get into it, I want to do a brief review, and then I want to tell you a brief story to illustrate some of what I've been talking about, not just for the tempters and tempters, testers and tempters, but also about so much more that I have been talking to you about. Anyway, I'll get to that in a minute. First, let's just briefly review, okay? The Testers and Tempters are interplanetary, fifth dimensional, that are working without the light. They are as highly evolved as those of us who are working with the light, who are the quote-unquote teachers. We both carry a human facade soul. We both are, um, we both have volunteered the we both have the same pure soul essence. However, the testers and tempters have been, have agreed to be shielded, have their pure soul essence shielded so they are unaware of it, completely unaware of it, because they would not be able to properly fulfill their mission as testers and tempters if they were aware of it. So they do their job without knowing what they're here for, and they can do anything to test people as long as they don't trespass the free will, kill anyone, etc. Other than that, they can use any tool available for them. And they do try to confuse, frighten, fool, upset people, etc. In order to see, even though they don't know it consciously, in order to see if that person's footing is fully secure on the path that they are on. It is a distasteful task, perhaps, but it comes from the love for humanity. And they do make a huge sacrifice to do it. Now, just as with all other fifth dimensionals, you can't tell by looking at them. Trust me. And we're all working toward the same goal. We're on the same team here. Evolution would not be able to proceed properly without the testing and tempting of soul. And it does take place one step at a time. And it is very important to ascertain and confirm the firmness of each step for each individual at any point in time. So both sides, the testers and tempters and the teachers, both sides are here to fulfill the only destiny that truly exists, and that is the furtherance of the evolutionary movement. And it includes and encompasses every soul on every level, on every planet, 
all over the universe, known and unknown. Okay? So, before I go on to today's topic, I want to tell you a little vignette about something that really happened to me on Monday night. Because it, I think it's very, you know, will illustrate a lot of what I've been talking about. Okay. I'm watching the Olympics. About 11, I decide to go to bed. And I get in bed, and I have this area at the very top of my stomach, right toward the, right, just right under the sternum, that's hurting me. And it's unusual. I don't, didn't, don't know what it is. I went, I searched around. I found I had some tums or something like that. And so I, I took a couple thinking maybe it was indigestion, but I really didn't think it was indigestion because I hadn't eaten anything since about five. I ate very early and it was nothing spicy, nothing that would give me indigestion. And I don't get indigestion anymore, so I can't be, but I tried it. So I lay down, and for about a half an hour, 45 minutes, the pain gets more and more intense. And I'm thinking, um, could this be a heart attack? And I'm exploring it. I don't feel any fear, but trust me, while I'm doing, while this is all happening, I am running the energies. I'm running energy to neutralize fear because I don't want to get into the fear place. I didn't feel fear at all. I had a very clear head, fortunately. Was thinking practically. You'll see. And, you know, every time I thought, well, could it be indigestion, for example, I would work on digestion issues. I would neutralize, and then I would bring in the purity of the you know, perfect digestion and, and things like that. When I got to the heart, I was working on all sorts of heart issues. I was bringing myself to uh, Petros, which is a planet that processes the heart chakra. It's a fifth-dimensional planet, and it has a lot of heart energy processing energy there, and I don't know if I've ever done it on the show, but it is, you know, we have many tools, okay, the higher self has given us many tools, so I'm doing all of this, and then I'm thinking of all the practical things, well, you know, am I being stupid as my chest is starting to hurt, and the pain is referring up into the chest, and and even a little bit into the jaw, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, didn't I read somewhere that, you know, it can affect your jaw if you have a heart attack? But I was just thinking very practically, still always neutralizing fear, always neutralizing fear, because I knew that would take me down the wrong path. You can't be objective. You can't be neutral. You can't be uh, practical when you're processing out of that fear space or any kind of emotionalizing, which is what I'm, why I'm sharing this with you. I'm thinking, okay, am I being stupid? Could it be a heart attack? And, but there's a part of me that thinks, you know, I just happen to have a really healthy heart. I've had it checked out, you know, as we all do whenever we have the, you know, like an annual physical or things like that. And I don't know, 20, 30 years ago, I had something weird happen at the heart. And so I went and had all these tests. And, and not only were they neutral, I mean, negative, but I had some sort of imaging done and the heart was so perfect. He just laughed. He said, why are you here? <laughs> you know. So I, I just didn't think it was the heart, but you, then you think, oh, well, you know, sometimes athletes, you know, in their twenties or even teens, they have some sort of freaky heart thing. I thought, could it be that? But meanwhile, I'm just neutralizing, neutralizing, neutralizing the whole time, anything and everything and bringing in all the healthy things and, um, cleaning out whatever blocks and 
anything. And I'm also at this point in time thinking, so maybe not quite yet. So at one point I thought, you know, it's getting to be 1130, quarter of 12. Maybe I should just let somebody know so that my assistant who comes the next day at one o'clock doesn't just arrive to find me on the bed unconscious or something. So uh, I texted my son, he called me and he ended up coming over, uh, but he lives about a half an hour away and he wasn't ready. So he had to get dressed and he came, maybe he got here by about 1230 or so, but I keep processing, processing, processing. And, but I'm, the processing really helped. I never went into that fear place. I also thought, could it be anxiety? Now, I didn't feel it as anxiety because I'm well aware of what anxiety feels like. But I worked on that, too. Uh, whatever came into my mind, you know how I tell you, don't question, oh, I don't have that. If it comes into your mind, work on it. And that's what I did. I really didn't think I had anxiety, but <clears throat> there I go. Neutralizing, you know, known and unknown, conscious or unconscious, all the causes of anxiety and bringing in divine calm, you know, working both sides of the coin, whatever came up for me. So it was first digestion, then heart, then anxiety, and I'm just constantly, constantly working. And there was a part of me that thinks, you know, this is weird. I mean, what the heck? Um, there was no warning. There was no lead up, uh, my life has been great and fine, and, you know, like we all do when something hits us out of left field, we don't know why it's there. But I'm also thinking, tomorrow, this week on my show, which is this radio show today, I'm introducing a heavy-duty concept, even more heavy-duty than the testers and tempters. It's the same, but it adds a whole other element, which you will learn about in just one second. And I thought, could this be the Lucifer element trying to, to distract me or uh, pull me off the, derail me, so to speak? Because I've told you in the past that many times, as I'm ready to take a big step forward in some way, there is something that comes up in my life. And I've begun to understand that as it's either Lucifer element and I didn't know, or it's my own fear, fear of the future or fear of the destiny, fear of commitment, whatever. I, I didn't know what it was, but I thought, hmm, I better work on any quote unquote demons of the mind I might have. Anything that I could have, whether this is the, the testers and tempters doing something or not, Maybe this this could be something that they could use. They could use my fear. They could use this to derail me because part of my practical thing is well, I'm going to have to cancel my Tuesday video radio show that I have every Tuesday morning. I'm going to probably end up, if it is the heart or whatever, I'm going to have to cancel. my. I won't be able to do my big thing that I'm going to be talking about on Wednesday. So I'm thinking it could be something like that. And so I am neutralizing my head off on anything known and unknown. Now I knew fear, of course, can be utilized by the testers and tempters. And I know that the um, anything, fear of the destiny, uh, fear of stepping forward, fear of the unknown, whatever. I was just working on it all. And anything else that I wasn't conscious of, emotional issues, thoughts, beliefs, 
self-identities, anything that I was carrying that could be used, could be amplified by the testers and tempters moving in to uh, derail me, so to speak. Now, remember, they have the same encrustments, the same energetic baggage that we have, we using teachers using the light. The, they have the same. So they have misunderstandings. In one of my shows, I explained very carefully, if you haven't heard it, that they misunderstood that we are in conflict with them. And so they do try to derail us in our mission, even though we're really a team. And we also have misunderstandings about them, and I'm going to be talking about that in uh, just a bit. So, so we are vulnerable we can be tested and tempted in the same way. And so I'm working on that. Work, 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 work. Anyway, time is going by. What a great opportunity, as it turned out, <laughs> for me to do a lot of work. Now, I was not, I was in pain, pretty severe pain. So I did not have time to go in and ask the higher self what's going on and all of that. I just had enough to run the energy as best I could to neutralize what I didn't need and what I was worried was there and to empower what I wanted to bring in. And, okay, so at one point I had to use the bathroom. So I get up to go to the bathroom, and as is so often the case with me, just walking across the floor, I get information. And in came a reminder that, I have a hiatal hernia. And what that is, is the, the, there is a, I forget what it's called, but something hiatal something, that's an opening through your diaphragm so that the top of the stomach can move up into the chest and become the esophagus, okay? But it has to go through the diaphragm. Well, that opening, whatever it's called, I, I don't remember the name, is for mine is herniated, very enlarged. And years and years ago, a couple of 20, 25 years ago, I had some pain in that area. I did go to the doctor at that point, and he said, you know what this is? He said, well, you have this hiatal hernia, which I've known about for a long time. I've known about it since, I don't know, 35, 40 years. And the doctors way back when, when I figured it out, when they when they told me what it was. They said, you could have acid reflux, you could have this, that, or the other. And I said, well, I don't have any of that because I sleep propped up. So I've slept propped up since my 20s. And, he, and, and the doctor said, well, you know, if that worked for you, great. Just continue to do it. Because other, the other solution is surgery to have it fixed. Well, it's never bothered me. But at one point, at some point, maybe 20, 25 years ago, I did get some pain in there. It, it wasn't acid reflux. What it turned out to be was the actual top of the stomach, just as the stomach is, is, is narrowing down, was moving up through itself, was moving up through that herniated space and was giving me tremendous pressure in there, both on the stomach and on the, the heart and whatever, whatever is up there. And so the doctor said, well, what you do is you take a tennis ball and you just push it physically downward and you press it from the center of just under the breastbone to the right under the ribs. And you just keep pressing till the 
stomach moves back down. Literally, it's a mechanical thing, and you just move the stomach. Well, I tried it, and sure enough, it worked. And I did it just a few times. I don't remember. I can't remember anymore, but it stopped happening. It hadn't happened to me for at least 20 years, maybe 25. So I completely forgot when I was having all this pain about that. But when I went to the toilet, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, remember that? Maybe it's that. <laughs> so sure enough, I grabbed, I didn't have a tennis ball, but I had another kind of ball, and I did it just a few times, and the pain went away right away. Now, I had to do it a few more times to just to make sure. I've done it. I did it a couple times last night. But, oh, my gosh, guys, I wanted to tell you because this is really important. By doing all the neutralizing and not falling into the fear element, I was able to avoid being raised to the hospital by my son. I maintained as much as I could that practical thinking, that objective looking at what's going on, what are the possibilities, working, being practical, knowing how I, I need to handle this one way or the other, but there was nothing I could do till my son came. I mean, I could have called 911, but it just didn't feel to me like I should have done it at that point. But just by continuing to work, in came this idea, oh my gosh, that's right. I have this thing that I used to have so many years ago. It was not the first thing that came up, but it, it was the fifth thing that came up. And sure enough, it was that. And I thought to myself, it was an exhausting night because it's very jarring to have something like that happen to you. There is, of course, a jarring effect. So I slept very little that night because I had to get up early and uh, do my morning show, a TV radio show, which was not great because I'd only slept, I think, three hours. And <clears throat> I was still a little, you know, I wasn't, I was just a little uh, all I can think of is jarred. Anyway, so um, I haven't yet gone in to ask the higher self what it was because I've been, yesterday it was so exhausted. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't do anything but lie around. I was exhausted. So, and I was just trying to maintain, do a little bit of work, you know, some of my emails and that kind of thing. But for the most part, I went to bed really early and, and uh, so I got a great sleep and then, but of course, I had to work on the show today all morning. I've been working since, I don't know, 6, 6.30 to prepare for today because I was unable to do it yesterday, which is fine. I don't mind. But here's the thing. I felt I really needed to talk to you about this because I didn't know what the causes were. I didn't know. Was it the testers and tempters doing something for, to me in order to derail me? Was it my own fear of commitment that here I'm about to open up about something <laughs> that the higher self came in and were really clear. And I'm going to tell you the story of what actually happened, maybe not today, but they came in really clear. You need to step forward with this. It is time. The timing is right. And so it could have easily been my own fear because I've had this information since I started with Joan Culpepper. It's not something that I've just learned. I've known for a long time, and I've known for a long time I need to give it out. But I just was reticent and hesitant. So for me to take the step forward could have easily triggered my own fear of commitment and may have not had anything to do with testers and tempters. 
And the point being that when things happen to you, you're not going to know either. The point being, neutralize as much as you can during these times. Neutralize the fear. Neutralize anxiety. Neutralize whatever comes up for you. Empower whatever you think of. Just handle it as best you can. Now, what I am not advocating, and I want to make this really clear, is something medical is happening to you like this. You have to go by your own experience. If you decide if something like this happens to you, you know, chances are it won't. But if something happens and you feel to go to the emergency room, you better darn well go. Don't assume that your experience is going to be like mine. Because we're all unique individuals, and I'm not going to be placed in a position of saying, oh, you don't need to go to the doctor or the emergency room or whatever, because you can just neutralize and figure it out. That is not the message, guys. I want to be really clear on that, not the message. You have to discern and go by your own. I was in that pure soul essence place the entire time, and the the situation lasted an hour and a half to two hours for me. And, but if it hadn't happened, my son would have taken me to the, the, the emergency room. He came literally about five minutes after I had, maybe 10 minutes after I had that realization and started working with the ball and really uh, was able to move the stomach down. Why all of a sudden it happened, I don't know. And that's a very big question I want to answer. When I get time to really go in and dig for myself, I will hopefully come up with the answers. But please, hear me when, when I say, one, you're not going to know. Two, use as an opportunity. Because I, that kept coming up for me. I kept thinking of, of it as an opportunity. Whether I figured it out, whether it ended up in the hospital, I was neutralizing that whole time. And I was empowering the whole time. And I knew if it's up, if it's there, there's something going on at the energetic level I needed to handle. So I did, I did all that. Now, I've worked on myself a lot, so maybe the reason no fear came up for me, at least not consciously, was because I have worked on my fear so much. So maybe for you guys, fear would come up. It doesn't mean that anybody's failing. It just means, okay, work on the fear. I didn't feel it, but I'm very aware that we can have things we don't know about consciously. So I worked on it, worked on it constantly. So in any case, you don't make your decisions based on me. We're all snowflakes. I want you to make your decisions based on you. Uh, but I, I felt it was really important because it was kind of an example, an illustration of things that can happen and, and uh, some of the the things we can take from a situation like that. All right. So today, this is the big thing, guys. After four weeks of explaining the role of the testers and tempters, I am moving forward here to introduce you to this concept using a different name. And this name, the reason I didn't use it is because... <laughs> It carries a lot of possibility misunderstanding. It carries a lot of inherent bias or inherent viewpoints, things that can be used. It's a loaded word. So please listen to this show very carefully, and more about it will be unfolded over the next few weeks, uh, and I'll explain exactly over, uh, toward the end. Anyway, 
from the beginning, when we learned about the testers and tempters, the term that the higher self used was the Lucifer element, okay? The Lucifer element, okay? So now you understand perhaps my caution and my desire to use the term testers and tempters when I first started this. It's not not only that it's loaded, it's that I don't want I don't want to either come across being judgmental or have anyone else take the information and use it to judge. All right. I'm never, I never mean to denigrate or diminish or discount in any way someone's religion or their belief system ever. I'm here to present information and everyone can do with it what they will. But I always do try to be diligent to bring it out there in the clearest way I can and the most objective way I can, offering it as food for thought and giving everyone the choice to figure out for themselves what they think or feel about something. If you don't have the information, you don't have the choice, which was so true of so many of the lifetimes we went through. This kind of information was not out there. We did not have the possibility to to decide well, maybe this fits for me better than that when we don't have the choice we're stuck with what we have so i am bringing it out as food for thought giving everyone a chance to figure out now because the term lucifer element is attached to the christian religion and i don't know enough about other religions to know if there's some sort of symbolic or similar um, view. And I'm sorry that I don't know. I just don't. I did take a class back in high school, uh, all, you know, comparative religion class, but I, I really just don't remember anything. I'm sorry, guys, but I don't. In any case, um, there could be similarities but it was presented over the years through Joan, misunderstandings based on the the Christian scriptures, they would point out to us, not in any way to judge or denigrate, trust me, but to level up, so to speak, what might be in scripture to how the fifth dimensional viewpoint of it was. And so we were introduced over time to that and for me it made tremendous sense for me it answered so many questions and even questions i didn't know i had and so that's what i'm bringing to you guys i want to bring to you guys the the scripture misunderstanding around the lucifer theme the devil satan that sort of thing so i'm going to talk about that now As I unfold over the next few weeks, I am going to bring in more and more of the biblical connections, ideas, and the the leveling up, so to speak. And the reason is this. It's not just because I'm here to clarify religion. It's not that. You know, we're all where we are when we're there. And so... The religion is, religions are so important to people. It is not, it's not at all about saying, oh, you know, better than, higher than, anything, ever. 
it is important because of the dawning of the new age. And I have mentioned on this show before, whether you've listened and you remember or not, that the evolutionary concepts on this planet, none of them went as planned. None of them went to their highest ideal. Way back, Lemurian concept, the Atlantean concept, the Egyptian concept, and the Christ concept. Now, because so many of the concepts were infused and did not play out at the highest level, by the time the higher heart consciousness concept or the Christ concept was infused, there was no way that the humanities on the planet were prepared for the highest, most purest, most perfect level of concept about the, uh, the higher heart consciousness. So the fifth dimensionals that are in place now on the planet, both the testers and the tempters and the teachers, both the Lucifer element and those working with the light, both parties are here in force because partly what we need, what we're here to do is not just bringing in the new age concept, but correcting or leveling up the understanding for the humanities of the Christ concept or the higher heart consciousness concept. Because we can't build one concept on top of another that is not uh, sitting on a foundation of purity and clarity. So it is not just to be a smart ass or anything like that that I'm talking about these. It is important to bring out the the ideas so that slowly over the time while we're all working through our own processing our own cleansing our own uh moving into the state as much as we can of being connected to the pure soul essence and standing in state of neutrality the more we can do that i mean while we're doing that the more information that we can get out there and and i'm going to talk about this in a greater level uh, a great more in more detail at some other point the the more we we do it the more we are clarifying more that information is out there we are slowly facilitating the moving in the higher frequencies of understanding about things so that when the dawning when the new age actually moves in we are going to be more prepared and the humanities on the planet will be more prepared we really have a two, you know, two-pronged job here. So this is why I'm moving out to talk about it. And I have to say, I had thought it would be one of the last things that I would talk about. But I, I got the message last week, or no, whenever it was, a few weeks ago uh, when I started it, I got the message. The time is now. So okay. So let's go into the misunderstandings about Lucifer and the Lucifer element. So first of all, we know the Lucifer element are the testers and tempters. They have incarnated to work the dark side by the dark side. I simply mean they're shielded from their pure soul essence light. And so every time an initiate or an individual takes a step forward because it's taken in the light from those using the light from us teachers, it takes in the light and moves up a level and immediately will come a tester and tempter or a tool of the tester and tempter 
to verify, are you really sure that's where you are? That's what the testers and tempters do. That's what the Lucifer element is supposed to do, and that's what they do. They can't kill anybody off. They can't trespass, etc. But anything else, of course, is up for grabs. And they do harness and use souls that are carrying a very low frequency, those that are relatively new in the human kingdom and haven't expanded their conscious awareness very much. And so they're much easier to get caught up in the negative kind of frequencies. So they often are the ones that do the actual dirty work, so to speak. But they And they also use disincarnate souls that are vibrating at very low, low levels. Uh, they also use the dark energies of the astral to amplify our energetic field, which is what I was one of the things I was concerned about <clears throat> Monday night. Anyway, what Orthodox Christianity tends to do is to link all of those kinds of things together, uh, the Lucifer element, which are really millions and millions and millions and millions and billions and cadillions of souls. They link them together as Satan or the Prince of Darkness. Lucifer is, is uh, you know, a very, very uh, negative term, and it's based on uh, it's, it's based on these old viewpoints that are misunderstood, and you know, it's misunderstood because the Lucifer element, of course, they're all fifth dimensional who volunteered and <clears throat> they carried out their mission for the because of the love for humanity. This is something you really need to keep in mind. So um, they have higher selves in charge of them. The higher selves are not bad or evil. Uh, they are six-dimensional, and it's only and our frame of reference that we have this good and bad, uh, you know, the evil concept. It's in our frame of reference. From the higher levels, it, they don't see things like that. It's a soul needs to be educated, not as evil. No soul is lost. Every soul is as pure and perfect as every other soul. So, uh, in any case, there are in the astral band, and I want to make this really clear, there is Satan with horns and a tail and a pitchfork. There's devils in all sorts of viewpoints. There are demons. There are all sorts of astral energies, astral energy identities or altered realities that have been placed there by the humanities over the millennia because these misunderstandings and these belief systems in the devil, in Lucifer, in Satan, in all of that is been believed and thought of from by millions and billions of people over the millennia. And so those are very much have a very big presence in the astral. Um, they do exist, but again, it's only through the thought energy. There is not any kind of Satan or devil, according to the higher selves, other than in the astral. Now, the Lucifer element, the testers and tempters, are, of course, totally unrelated to this kind of energy field. It is the misunderstanding at the human level that created these belief systems. They remember that they were created at times where the, the frequency of energy was very relatively to now, much, much lower on the planet. And so it's understandable why those misunderstandings are there, okay? Now, Lucifer himself, the belief systems are uh, that Lucifer, there was a Lucifer that fell out of grace 
and because of the Lucifer's desire to control the world or some such thing, and the um, and that it fell from grace from heaven, and the the idea was that you know first of all there was a misunderstanding that this planet was all there is. So the idea of Lucifer falling out of grace and wanting to control the planet is limited in itself because the Lucifer element operates throughout the human kingdom universe. But the mis- first basic misunderstanding is that Lucifer was just trying to control this planet. And so there's, you know, that misunderstanding. Of course, no one back then ever thought when they're first thinking that we're, we're, um, the sun is uh, revolving around the planet. <laughs> they of course did not even have a concept when these ideas were coming into play that we were evolving around the sun and that there were many other planets in the universe. And I think they found a couple, 300 now planets in the universe. Um, so, you know, our understanding and the concepts now is just way, way, you know, almost light years ahead of where it was before, back then when these ideas came in. So it was not out of intention to deceive or intention to misunderstand it just happened because they were trying to understand the best level they could okay now all right the other thing is the as you know the fifth dimensionals when they returned to take on the facade soul they the aspect of each fifth dimensional that volunteered de-intensified to come down to the human kingdom where the frequency is much less. We're in a very dense frequency level here in the human kingdom. If fifth dimensional soul aspect came in at the level of frequency they carry there, that we all carry there, it would kill off whatever we came in contact with. So there was this de-intensification process of moving symbolically down to take on that facade human soul. Well, here's this misunderstanding of the fall from grace that's in the biblical concept that Lucifer fell from grace because that concept of falling you see has taken on a myth it's 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 there in in some nut or seed but there's a misunderstanding around it so it's really uh you know again because of the times that took on the information, whoever it was back in those days, that took on uh, the interpretation of what was happening. So it creates, um, it's, it creates, this, this misunderstanding has been perpetuated through the centuries, okay? And the higher selves are really clear that even though every planet is different, the same concepts are infused on each planet that houses the the uh, houses life forms, and so there are many planets that have similar misunderstandings because again they are interpreting a lot of the information from when the humanities themselves were limited in their uh, evolutionary awareness. So it isn't only here, and of course the interpretation would be different. They weren't very clear specifically, but they just said it, there are a lot of similarities around the universe of these kind of misunderstandings. So we're not alone. 
it's normal. It's something that comes from uh, perhaps well-intentioned, but it just comes from where we are when the information is uh, being pulled in. Now, uh, okay. Now, the, there's another misunderstanding that Lucifer goes around or the devil goes around or Satan goes around and tries to collect all the souls that it can, right? And, and, and take their soul and bring them to hell or something. Um, that there's some sort of desire to gather these souls up and, and get them into the hearts and bowels of the earth where there's flaming fires and they'll suffer forever. Now, again, it's a misunderstanding. There is a testing and tempting that goes on, which you could see because we've all seen in movies and TV shows and in books where there is a Satan or a Lucifer who's testing, you know, uh, I'll do this, I'll save you here if you let me have your soul. It is a testing and tempting thing that goes on. So there is a, there is a flavor or a thread of the testing and tempting of the more uh, expanded viewpoint. But there is no hell, guys, according to the higher self. There is very much a hell in the astral. Don't get me wrong. There is hellfire and damnation in the astral big time. A lot of the uh, altered realities, there's big altered realities, all having to do with this kind of thing. But it is not based on what's actually here in the five senses world. We do not have a, a... technical hell. However, if you believe in hell and you lay aside the body and if you believe you're going to hell because for some reason you you really were a terrible person or you considered yourself a candidate for hell, you will actually encounter going into hell. And it is not a real hell. It is the hell of the astral. You'll be drawn right in. You'll draw that hell right in. And whatever you believe will be manifested in your reality at when you lay aside the lay aside the body. So this whole concept of (laughs) what we believe is manifested in our outer reality holds even when we lay aside the body, guys. So belief system, very powerful. Neutralize, neutralize, neutralize. Okay. So now there's also a biblical mention of the battle between the forces of the light and the forces of the dark. And the higher selves are really clear. There is no true battle between the forces of light and the forces of darkness. Because, in fact, the forces of darkness are simply the Lucifer element or the testers and tempters that are fifth dimensional that have been shielded. And so they're both on a same team. They may not fully understand what they're doing, especially the Lucifer element has no conscious understanding because they are so shielded. But they are not... Sometimes it does seem like there's a battle because we both have those encrustments, like I mentioned earlier, and which I talked about in more detail in a prior show. The misunderstandings that we both carry at the facade level, it seems like there's a battle, but in fact, it really isn't so. The battle is within each individual because the those working with the light, the teachers, those interplanetaries carrying the dual soul nature give certain, you know, the expanded concepts 
immediately when an individual or a quote-unquote initiate takes on a new concept and moves up in the evolutionary understanding, in will come the Lucifer element, some Lucifer element, a tool of the Lucifer element, whatever it is to test the person on that to see if they're really there. Are you really there or not? So the battle then is for that individual to figure out are, which way they're going to go. Are they going to stay? Is their new insight, their new awareness solid and they're going to stick with that despite the testing or tempting? Or are they not solid and they don't move through? They don't pass or quote, quote unquote, pass the test. So the, the light and dark forces using the terminology that is out there uh, really never do battle with one another. And what happens essentially is that the ones carrying the light, those using light, is constantly giving out the light, whether or not it's just energetically from that true soul essence or whether it's verbally through verbal, um, you know, like I do, giving information or however anybody gives information or through writing books with morals of the story or Whatever it is, there's a million different ways to give out that light. Uh, the testers and tempters are also giving out that tester and tempter energy all the time. And that's the game plan. What happens then is at some point, because they're both fifth dimensional, neither side can force a soul to decide one way or the other. They give out the information. They, we all do our jobs. And then guess what? The light, those working with the lights and those working without the lights, withdraw. And then the individuals go through their process of making their decision. And that battle, you see, is within each individual. Okay, guys? I'm hoping you get this. You know, it's hard when you're on the radio sometimes. You know, you can't, you can't look out into an audience and see somebody with a frown on their face or, you know, if I say, do you understand it, and they're shaking their head. Then then I would explain again. I don't want to over-explain. I tend to do that. Hopefully everybody gets it. I'm always available by email, Janet at HigherSelfVoice.com or Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Send me an email and I will answer it. And I'll probably talk about it on the show because, Remember, there's no question that's stupid. There's no question too ridiculous or silly or anything. If you have a question, you better believe there's a lot of other people that do. So please email me, and I can talk about it on the show. I will also get back to you, but in any case. There's also floating around out there the idea of uh, doomsday uh, that... There's going to be last days and last times and, uh, you know, the, the, the idea of the devil or Satan or Lucifer becomes more prominent. There's also this, this desire for many uh, to save the world, unquote. There are going to be predictions of disasters taking place, events that will lead to destruction of the planet and all sorts of this doomsday doomsday kind of thing, uh, but the higher self indicate that the planet, of course, is going to take care of itself. 
uh, if there is anybody or any any situation uh, related to that that the it will be resolved and it won't happen. And I'm not going to go into the details of that. But in any case, the testing and tempting is really within the individuals to decide for themselves what's going to happen. Now, we don't go out there, either the testers or tempters or the Lucifer working without the light or us working with the light. We don't go out to set up a battle within the individual. That's not what is happening at all. It's just we're playing out the role that we choose chose to do as volunteers. Much of it is completely unconscious. And today, with the Internet, oh, my gosh, look at all the choice we have. Look at all the choice that individuals around the world have. Are they going to – I mean, <laughs> I have to be so careful here. Um, they read – so much out there. Uh, people can, not oh, everybody does, but a lot of people read so much out there that's on the internet. And they so they have a lot of choice of what they're going to think is going on. Are they going to choose to to think about a doomsday scenario? Now, if they do, maybe they're going to go out and try to help um, people become more aware of the possible dangers of this, that, or the other. Like people who really work on the disaster plan with the earthquake scenarios that we have here in California. And of course they're all over the world in different places, but it doesn't mean that if you see the world as, Oh my God, there's a danger of this, that or the other, that you are being ridiculous. You should just walk away. You're bringing awareness because surely there are earthquakes. Will California fall into the ocean? I don't know about that, but all I'm saying is no matter what your viewpoint, it's, if we lock into something, that may not be a good idea, but if you're there, work, I would recommend that you look at the opportunity that Viewpoint gives you to be active and to help take care. So, I mean, I'm just giving the doomsday thing as an example because there's, there's so many examples. So it doesn't necessarily make anybody wrong no matter what they tune into, whatever they See whatever they read about that they can relate to. It's important that we be discerning, that we don't just take everything in hook, line, or sinker, hook, line, and sinker, because in fact, we see and view things through our own lenses, through our own distortions, through our own uh, soul scrambles that we've picked up over the eons of time. So the important thing is just to be aware of that and to understand that we may be really big into believing something at one point, but to understand that locking in, no matter what the belief system is not, is not, uh, it, it holds us captive. It ho- it limits us. Any belief and any disbelief limits us. And the higher self used to say over and over again, don't believe what we say. They used to say that over and over again. So we also encourage you not to believe, not to disbelieve, because we want you to stand in the center. We want you to stand in the center of neutrality and take in and write into your own pure soul essence and decide for yourself what it is you think of, what it is you feel, how you resonate, because each and every one of us has to have our own journey through 
the morass of stuff we've taken on over the eons of time. And there isn't one right way. And I told you for myself, there were things I doubted. There were things I couldn't go along with. And luckily, because Joan was so, so unbelievable about not locking into things, she was a tremendous role model for me. And I have avoided a lot of stuff uh, from locking myself down because I had that role model. And so I can't recommend it enough because don't we all want to expand? Don't we all want to take those movement steps forward in any way? Whatever we lock into, good, bad, or indifferent, oh, my gosh, even good stuff, if we're locked into stuff, Gosh, I had an example. Oh, what was it? Of how the Lucifer element can eat. Oh, I know, I know, I know. I remember now. This is a great example because the higher self we're talking about, this is years ago, about neutralizing and how important it is to neutralize everything. But the belief system, please, very important. And they Somehow they brought up something about not only the negative, but the positive. And we also were like, what, 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 what? And, and here's the example that, that Joan um, reflected at that time. The higher self said, well, suppose you're in love with someone. The testers and tempters, the Lucifer element, whatever, can use. Let's say you're uh, carrying the light. You're here with a mission. You're here to do something to help you, the humanities in their or the four lower kingdoms evolve. Let's say you're doing that, but you fall in love. In order to, quote, unquote, derail you with the misunderstanding, of course, that they're thinking that's what they need to do, they kind of misunderstanding things just like we do, they amplify that love you have for that person, and they turn the love into something that is so intense, so even obsessive, that you don't think of, don't follow, aren't doing what you, you're here to do, whatever you, your, your part or your piece of the puzzle or your piece of the helping humanities is at the moment. So here's, a, an, here's an example where they're amplifying the love you feel for another human being. And it's not always for a significant other. It can be for your child where you become you know, all encompassed with your children or something. I mean, making this up. But that's how even good things can be amplified to test us, so to speak. So, and certainly that could happen too with anybody, you know, any of the initiates, any of the humanities that are in process. So, again, it doesn't mean that I'm advertising you don't fall in love with someone. But... When you're out there neutralizing, if you have relationship problems, you know, neutralize anything that's distorted about love because any kind of distortion can be amplified. Anything can be amplified and test us and tempt us. So, so anyway, I kind of took a, a little that you know, just, got off the path and just a little aside. But anyway, now the all right. So I think I think I've pretty much covered it. I think 
Let me just see. So just be aware that this term, the Lucifer element, is are the testers and tempters. They are, are as evolved and are here for the same. They've volunteered. They're, they're as evolved as those carrying and working with the light that goes with the dual soul nature. They also carry dual soul nature, but their light is shielded. So when we call them, they're, they're operating in the dark or without the light. We are actually a team, and it's essential for the evolutionary process. The higher selves do talk about them as the Lucifer element, but it, it, the Lucifer element is not one person. It is a collective group that works all over the universe in very much the same way as those carrying the light, the, the, the teacher, so to speak, uh, those fifth dimensionals that are here in, in the way to spread the light. Uh, the Lucifer element is here to do the testing and tempting so that evolutionary process can be orderly, step by step, and at every step forward, the individual becomes is tested and then becomes it makes that they either pass they either don't pass the test and they have to go through it again or when they do they then are firm on that foundation and they're ready to take their next step this is absolutely essential for evolution period end of story and we're here to help with that and the reason i introduced you to the term lucifer again just to recap is simply because we have a big job here we have a big job to clarify, to expand, to uh, move into taking the threads or elements that are, are out there in the, the, whether it's the Christian religion, most, much of the Christian religion, because that was named after Christ, who brought in, he was the fifth dimensional, that brought in the higher heart consciousness concept. And as I mentioned earlier, because the other evolutionary concepts that were infused upon the planet did not go to and operate and process at the highest level. Humanities on the planet at the time of Christ were not ready to hear and take in the very highest, most purest, most perfect level of that concept. And so there have been many misunderstandings. There are elements, as, he, as I've explained, there are elements within the Orthodox scriptures, there are elements that are that coincide with the higher self viewpoint, but it, they are they carry some distortions. And I'm going to be talking about a lot more because we are here, as I said, to clarify uh, and expand the higher heart consciousness uh, concept as well as carrying out the new age concept. So it is very important that we understand, and there is a lot of biblical references throughout the higher self information. I just haven't shared it. You're going to find it fascinating. You're going to find it logical, practical, and it's not meant in any way to denigrate or diminish anyone's belief system. I happen to have a client for three years now who's very, very, very involved in the uh, in, in religious studies, and she, she's just absolutely 
been brought up that way and carries it through for her family. She's very involved in her church, but she doesn't find any conflict with uh, my work because she sees that I allow her, and that's what all of us will be doing, and and it's important for us to do, uh, to to talk about the ideas without judgment, without forcing, to just introduce them and allow them to sort of hang in the air without ramming it down anybody's throat because it's really important not to ram. I myself have gone through expansion in my sharing of information, the, and I've explained it to you, and I've said it's not that the information before was wrong, it's that the, that the new information I've come come in with and I'm now sharing, for example, I do the amalgamation very differently now than I used to. It doesn't mean that the way I did it before was in any way, shape, or form wrong, and it's exactly why I introduced you guys to the idea that um, it's like talking about the analogy is it's like talking about sex with kids that are five or six, then kids that are 10 or 12, and then teenagers that are 15 or 18. You expand the concept of sex as the child gets older. doesn't make what you said wrong. It means you're talking to them and you're communicating with them and you're explaining it to them at the level they can understand. And it's the same with all religion and all metaphysical concepts. We're all presenting information at different frequency levels. It doesn't make any of it wrong. And so my client has, she stuck with me for three years and it has been, uh, she came to me in a very dark place and She's made a lot of progress. I think I mentioned her before. We are now fast friends. and But it isn't about denigrating anybody's belief system. She's sometimes when we've walked in, and it's not just this life. She's been very involved in the Christian church for many, many lifetimes. Many, many lifetimes. So she's carrying a very entrenched pattern. And so... In that kind of thing, it's, it just takes time. Now, we don't just work on those kind of things. We work on all things all over the map, you know, self-esteem and, and anything else. But I just want you to know it is never an either or. It's never about right and wrong, good or bad, or I have the answers and yours, you don't. It's never about that, guys. So I'm presenting information as the higher selves did. They never take sides. They never say anybody is wrong. They just try to explain, here's the concept, and if you just move it up a, a few frequency levels, here's how it, the expansion looks. And that's what I'm giving to you next week, next month, next year. Even I will be, not even I, but I will be expanded even more and be able to explain things to you in a di different level. In any case, I'm not actually going to do a healing today and I'm sorry but I was really unable to do any work yesterday as I mentioned because of that interesting scenario that I explained at the top of the hour so I'm, I'm still recovering tired wise and I have a lot of work that I didn't get done yesterday as well that I now have to do so I'm keeping the show short and we'll continue with much about the Christ concept 
an expansion of, to help you guys understand a little bit more about it from the viewpoint of the higher self. Again, it's up to you. It resonates with you or not. It's really up to you. Anybody out there that's my friend that says, oh, she's just full of Huey, you know, full of it. I promise you, I'm, you know, you're not going to offend me in any way. I just am there to explain it to you as best I can and offer you the choice. Absolutely. To think about it. And again, my concept too will expand. We're all expanding at huge fast rates, all of us. So you never know where the expansion is going to go. Anyway, so with that, I'm going to wish you guys a wonderful next week uh, from here now till next Wednesday. Know that I just love you all. I appreciate the show. Hang in there with me. And if you ever want to contact me in any way, it's Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Don't forget to look at my website. Uh, tune in to my radio show, too, that's on Tuesday. It's live, but it's also archived. It's a very big delay on the archive because we do some very minor editing, and the process takes almost a week, but we are putting them up. I do believe it's on my YouTube channel, and I do believe it's on my website as well. Um, we're always sort of a week lagging behind, sometimes even two weeks, <laughs> but you can you can join me uh, live on tradiov.com and you won't find me right away until it's live and it'll be on there. I do believe my archives are up there as well. And what you do is you just find my picture and I think I'm way, way, way down. You have to scroll a bit to get to me and you, you, you hit the picture and then you can see the archive shows. Again, they're a little bit, you know, delayed getting up there. So, okay, guys. Uh, thank you so much, and I look forward to talking with you next week. Okay. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at janetrichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices. Neutralizing your negative thoughts and emotional blueprints.